This is K.M. Wyland, and you're listening to the 176th episode of the Wordplay Podcast. My historical fantasy, Storming, has now entered research phase. For once, my two local libraries completely let me down. They had practically zilch to offer on early aeronautics and barnstorming. Since the story is set here in my hometown of Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, they did have a little more to offer on the local history, but that was about it. So, I hit the digital shopping aisles of Amazon, Better World Books, and Half Price Books, and stocked up. Is there anything more fun than a gazillion book packages landing in your mailbox? So now, my bookshelf is piled high with, gasp, more reading material. And I'm having fun curling up in my big comfy chair and pretending that all this reading is actually at work. Preparation is worth a pound of proofreading. The latest post in the video series on my blog talks about the biggest lesson I learned while writing Dreamlander and why I probably shouldn't have had to learn it. To watch it, visit my website at www.helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. New videos are posted every Wednesday. And while you're there, be sure to check out the fun post, Meet Dreamlander's Cast of Characters, which went live last Friday. And now, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, the fourth and last in the series What I Learned Writing Dreamlander. This installment is titled, Five Types of Courageous Characters. What's the secret to creating characters readers love? There must be a secret, right? Some magic formula that will make readers fall as madly in love with our characters as we have with other writers' larger-than-life heroes and heroines. You're probably thinking, I'm going to say, sorry, but no, there's no magic formula, just hard work and luck. But actually, that's not so. Actually, there is a magic ingredient, and that is bravery. Readers adore courageous characters. We'll forgive a character just about any flaw, but never cowardice. In the words of Dwight V. Swain's immortal Techniques of the Selling Writer, Don't try to make virtue take the place of courage. Admirable qualities are fine as subordinate characterizing elements, but fascination is born of valor, not virtue. A saintly character may fall ever so flat, not because he's saintly, but because he doesn't, in addition, challenge fate. In writing Dreamlander, I got to explore six different kinds of bravery. 1. Heroic Bravery When we think of heroes these days, we generally think of those who qualify for heroic bravery. This is the kind of bravery that makes a character do crazy dangerous stuff, either to protect others or to advance a cause in which he passionately believes. He's not a fool, he knows what he's risking, but he believes the danger is worth it. Examples would include Spider-Man, Captain America, Indiana Jones, Luke Skywalker, the vast majority of blockbuster, action-adventure, and fantasy heroes qualify for heroic bravery. 2. Steadfast bravery. Steadfast bravery isn't as flashy as heroic bravery, although it exhibits bursts of heroism, but its patient doggedness challenges fate every single day. This is the kind of bravery we see from someone who is enduring a bad or dangerous situation day in and day out. A POW, a soldier in the trenches, or an informant in enemy territory will probably exhibit steadfast bravery. 
An example would be Courtney in The Dawn Patrol, who, like so many soldiers on the line, grits his teeth and holds fast in the face of death every single day. 3. Quiet Bravery This one is perhaps the least flashy of any type of bravery. It can even occasionally be confused with cowardice. Quiet bravery gives a character the courage needed to endure bad situations with grace and patience. It's basically an offshoot of steadfast bravery, but it usually surfaces in situations that are less physically dangerous. Cancer patients, overworked single mothers, and trot-upon servants who maintain their sense of self-worth and hope all exhibit quiet bravery. Literature is full of plucky orphans who endure their hard lots with a smile. Amy Dort in Little Dort and Sarah Crewe in A Little Princess both qualify. 4. Personal Bravery Not all brave characters are going to face death or save the world. Sometimes the bravest thing a person can do is take a chance to advance his own lot in life. Personal bravery demands characters reach for the stars and chase their dreams. Instead of remaining in a bad situation and taking it and taking it, they risk everything for a chance at a better life. Personal bravery is perhaps the most common kind of bravery of all since it's something every single one of us chooses to exhibit at one point or another in our lives, whether it's in dreaming of a better education, a better career, or just a life-changing trip around the world. Examples would include Jane Eyre, Joe March, and David Copperfield, among so many others who challenged their unappealing fates by braving the world and forcing themselves into uncomfortable positions with the hope of creating better, more fulfilling lives for themselves. 5. Devil May Care Bravery Here we find the domain of the anti-hero and the fatalist. Devil May Care Bravery isn't bravery so much as a cynical realization that death, or whatever the worst-case scenario may be, will come no matter what we do. Ergo, let's meet it with arms stretched wide. Characters who have nothing to live for can often exhibit insane courage, but they're doing it from a place of negativity. Durzo Blint from The Way of Shadows, Riddick, and my own Marcus Annan from Behold the Dawn all fall into this category. They're powerful in their own right, and they don't care too deeply about what happens to them, which makes them recklessly and dangerously courageous. 6. Frightened Bravery Finally, we have the most dichotomous and often the most compelling bravery of all. Frightened bravery finds the hero a knee-shaking, gut-churning, terrified mess, but he rises above it. He enters the fray in spite of his terror and, in so doing, becomes the bravest character of all. Frightened bravery can go hand-in-hand hand with any of the other types, except for perhaps devil-may-care bravery, since the very act of overcoming fear is what makes a character brave. Harry Faversham in The Four Feathers is a particularly good example since his entire story is about his wildly courageous attempts to blot out his own cowardice. The youth in The Red Badge of Courage, Lee in The Magnificent Seven, and Danny in The Great Escape would all qualify as well. None of these categories are exclusive. A character may well exhibit all six types of bravery during the course of your story, 
and often you'll find the categories overlapping. In creating a strong character, it's important not only that he qualify for at least one of these types of bravery, but also that you identify which is the strongest category so you can further strengthen it on the page. Once you've done that, it's almost a cinch readers will find your character fascinating. Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, you can visit my website at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And be sure to check back again next week.